Hello, everybody, and welcome to the FNA podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Frankie. And together we live in Lolo, our 2003 Dodge Sprinter. Yeah, she's a beaut. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about solar systems for vans. This is something that absolutely, to this day, confuses me. I have a bit more of the lingo than I used to and some understanding, but Frankie's definitely the expert I wouldn't even call myself an expert, but I know enough to get us by and to get you guys by, hopefully. Yeah, and so I heard a quote once that's basically like, you know, you might not think you're an expert, but you know a lot more than somebody who doesn't know anything, you know, who's somebody at the starting gate. Just for the simple fact that we've done it and it works. Yeah, and it works really well. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to dive into that, but first a little update from the road. Oh, yeah. Right now we are in Seattle at my sister's house, which is probably still from the last live stream. Yeah, we've been Um, here for over a month. Over a month in quarantine. Nobody's sick. Nobody's gotten sick. We've been keeping our social distance from other people. And Alex and I recently decided (gasps) that we're not going to give you the news yet. (laughs) Yeah, we have some big news coming up. And we're actually going to be getting on the road again soon, which we're really excited about. I wouldn't technically say it's getting on the road. We're going to find a new Yeah, people might get upset if we say that. Yeah, but so we've got some big news coming up. We haven't actually firmed up any of the actual details about that yet, but um, we're actively working to uh, try something different. Yeah, something that might help us in our future. So hopefully you guys are interested in what that is as well. But uh, let's get into solar. Yeah. Okay, so a solar system... Well, actually, so... Let's just talk about electrical systems in total. To power your van, you don't actually need a solar system. If you watched our last van build video on YouTube, you'll have seen that Eric's van doesn't have any solar panels at all. Correct, yeah. He actually just charges his batteries and such with an alternator charger. So basically, he has a hookup that goes from his alternator and sends power to his batteries, charging his batteries, um, and that's how he gets all his solar. Yeah. And or, so, or I shouldn't say so, all his power. Electricity. Yeah, electricity. Yeah. And we have the same setup in our van as well, where we have a connection from our car battery to our solar batteries mm-hmm. in the back, and when our alternator aka the car is running and we're driving we can charge the back batteries yeah this for us is our backup system it was super necessary when we were on the east coast during the winter just due to the fact that we weren't getting any solar at all and that was the only way we were actually getting energy at first it really hurt us to not have the battery to battery charging set up with the alternator yeah so once we included the battery battery setup in our full setup so with our solar plus the battery to battery we haven't had any electrical or power shortcomings since then yeah um so one very important thing to just start off with if we're going to talk about the battery to battery connection first Mm -hmm. since that's where we're at um if you guys are gonna set something like this up you have to match your back battery with your front battery if you have a battery some people go as far as even getting the same type of battery so the same brand um but as long as it's 100 amp hours and the other one is 100 amp hours and you have the if one has a crank case or they both have a crank case 
uh, a, a cold crank, sorry, a cold crank amperage, you have to match that cold crank amperage as well, which is something that at first I had no idea about, and I thought I could just put almost <laughs> any battery to battery and it should be fine, but I was actually shorting out our main battery in the front of the truck because we had a 65 amp in the front of the truck and a 100 amp battery in the back. Yeah, it took us a while to figure that out and a lot of... Uh... Ooh, that didn't work out yeah. moments. Yeah, it was a, uh, luckily, like, I would just touch it, and I would, like, see the spark, and I would pull it off. If I would have actually left it on there and held it on there, I could have shorted out our whole entire electrical system, as well as possibly burnt the truck down. Yeah, that would have been very bad. So I have a question, though, because a car battery... Okay. I'll get back to my question in a minute. Let's talk about different types of batteries that you can purchase for the back of your vehicle. The one that we have is an AMG deep cycle battery. Yep. These are pretty big. They're pretty heavy. They're pretty bulky. Super bulky. They're less expensive though. Yeah. So we have, we started out with six and then one of those batteries, we moved to the front of the vehicle to be the car battery. So it would match the back system. So let me just interject here because the reason why we were able to do that three of the six batteries that we had were actually starting batteries as well as a battery that could hold a charge right. like for a bus for instance then we also have three other batteries that are just deep cycle cell batteries and those so will not start your yeah, car. they don't have a starting uh property with them so <clears throat> with that being said we were able to utilize one of the uh three that you could start a vehicle with and put that in the front of our vehicle to have the same type and the same size battery in the front as well as we would have in the back and the same brand. That way we could easily uh, charge our back battery system. Mm -hmm. So the next upgrade in batteries would be a lithium ion battery, which is kind of the gold standard for van builds. It is extremely expensive, lightweight, and you user friendly so like you could use this battery and drain it all the way to 100 percent. i would still recommend only going to like 80 percent uh even though they say you could go to zero um you don't want to damage the battery so maybe drawing all the energy out of it might not be a good idea but uh they say it works like that um so yeah lithium ion works the longest stores the most and is the lightest all at the same time and is more efficient at doing it Right. So just a cost comparison, one lithium ion battery. It's like 1200 bucks probably, somewhere around there on average. And what would that be equivalent for, to for the number of AMG batteries? Because each AMG battery is about 150 bucks. I think we bought ours for $100 a piece. Yeah. Um, so on Amazon, we bought ours for $100 a piece. Maybe we'll throw a link in the description of this video of what we got. But... Uh, I would say basically 10 to 12 AMG batteries are the same price point of one lithium ion battery, but the amount of weight that uh, that would take would be there about 60 to 80 pounds per battery. So and a lithium on, ion battery depending on the size is like, like 15 pounds maybe. Yeah. Um, so putting that weight in your car is something that you have to think about too as well, or putting that weight in your van is something you might have to think about. Um, and cause you want to keep everything balanced, but imagine having 10 big, bulky, heavy batteries in the back of your truck. Well, Just I'm wondering about like electricity volume rather than like actual space volume. Like 
how many batteries AMG 100 amp hour so batteries? So one, one lithium ion 100 amp hour battery is 100 amp hours specifically. One and that would be $1,200. Yeah, one 100 amp hour battery that is lead acid or gel sealed lead acid would only be 50 amps, technically speaking, because you can only use half of it. Right. and So, so you need two of those in order to match up with one lithium ion So battery. still you're talking about 200 versus 1,200 for the same amount of power storage. Y yes. Um, ultimately, in a van, though, you have a small space. Uh, I mean, you don't, you have, um, a small space so you can only fit so many and your usage of energy is higher than what you would think. So you would go through that hundred amp hours fairly quick with, so the, you would probably need more than one battery. Yeah. You definitely will need at least two, I would say, uh, depending on like how much you're traveling and driving mm -hmm. and how much solar you have on the roof and right. how, you know. So let's go back to the beginning and think about how much solar that you actually need. So when we were first thinking about our van build and how many panels did we need to buy, how many batteries do we need to buy, we made a list of everything that we were going to have in the van that was electrical. One thing we did too is we researched what other people use and how much consumption they have and what seemed to be around about the like middle ground area. So we want to have a bigger solar system in the sense of the energy we could bring in when it is sunny outside. So we wound up going with four... 100 watt solar panels, um, where some people go with one 250 amp, uh, I mean 250 watt solar panel, um, which would be more than enough to charge one or two batteries. Um, you're not gonna get enough solar in a day to, unless you're in like a place that is like full sun all day long for like 12 hours, you might have the opportunity to charge a battery bank like ours in a single day. But um, we have five, like we said, five AMG batteries. That's 250 amp hours that we could use and 500 amp hours that we would charge. So to charge that, it takes quite some time. Mm -hmm. what, what those numbers are, I don't know exactly off the top of my head. Right. And we're not really powering anything crazy inside the van, but you have to think about things that aren't part of your daily life. So obviously charging your cell phone, charging your computer, um, you know, running, say you had like an induction cooktop mm -hmm. or something like that. But Toaster the things oven. that you need to really think about are kind of the back end stuff. So like your water pump, a water yeah. heater, if you have um, an electric water filter. An electric heater. An electric heater. We have a heat trace so that yeah. our plumbing lines, lines don't freeze. freeze. Um, mm -hmm. And the, all these back end stuff, stuff that you're not using every day, stuff that kind of like runs in the background and draws energy it's even like when you're not thinking about it. It's like your computer. If you have your computer running with several different things in the background, it's going to drain the power and everything a lot faster or make your usability to like do other things slower. Right. So it's the same concept with electric, except for we're using more uh, behind the scenes than what we realize. Right. So you really need to make a list of all of these components. And in our last build, we talked about plumbing systems. Like you could have a really complicated electricity heavy mm -hmm. system, or you can have a zero electricity plumbing system. Yep. So knowing your build and what you are putting into it is really going to determine how big your solar system needs to be. Yeah.
Okay, so we have our list of things that we're gonna power. If you actually look at something that you own that requires electricity, I never knew this before, but on the back of it, it actually tells you the output voltage and the input voltage. So it tells you what it needs to run. So everybody on the podcast, uh, right now Alex is looking at the back of a Samsung charger, just the one that you plug into the wall. Um, on the back of that, it basically says that its output is 9 volts and at 1.67 amps or 5 volts at 2 amps. Um, but this is obviously you plug it in into a 120 volt wall outlet. Um, and when you do that, your amperage change. So when your voltage goes up, your amperage goes down. And when your voltage goes down, your amperage goes up. So it's just, it's a bunch of information that is probably hard to understand right now, but you're using more amperage, more work when you are uh, using a lower voltage. Right. So, and so in our van, we have two voltage systems. Yes. We have a 120 voltage system, which, which is would like be, your regular wall outlet. Yeah. So that's what you're used to at home. You plug into a 120 volt outlet. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a 12 volt system in our in our uh, van as well, and that system is like what you would plug a USB into. That's a 12 volt system. Um, or um, most of the equipment that you use is actually 12 volts, but most of the adapters that they come with to charge, like for instance your computer, uh, technically it would be 12 volt, but you're plugging it into a 120. So then you need a um, uh, tra uh, transformer, a oh. built-in transformer in order for it to make the change. In the van, we have an inverter. The inverter takes the 12 volt and brings it up to 120 volts. And so you need that because the solar that comes in the solar is com coming well, in. It comes in as watts, and then there's actually an MPPT controller that it goes into, and then that controller then disperses it. It takes it, you know, changes it to a um, amperage or a watt, um, sorry, yeah, an amperage, and then stores that amperage inside those batteries. So your batteries are storing it while the MPPT controller is converting it to a different type and the solar panels are bringing in that energy from the sun. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just barely. Yeah. And I feel like that's because I have a little bit of an understanding. Like, obviously, as we were building the system, mm -hmm. we were talking through it. And yeah. I live with the components every yeah. day. So I see what they are. Yeah, so um, your, your battery then stores it and distributes it. So depending on however you have it set up, you'll have some uh, breakers and stuff in between to make sure that you don't over-amp anything and burn up wires or anything like that, which we've also had an opportunity to deal with as well along our travels. Yeah, we had one of our uh, fuse boxes was undersized. It, or no, it, it was, was oversized. It was oversized. But the, wires the wires were undersized, undersized so yeah. the wires melted, which caused the fuse to melt but not trip. Mm -hmm. um, so the electrical system is a really important, really dangerous part of your build because you could have electrical fires and that's yeah. why in houses... One thing I do want to say, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, one thing I do want to say is if you really don't understand it at all, don't do it. Have somebody else come in and do it that understands it. I'm not trying to shy you guys away from not doing it, but I don't want you guys to die and be like, oh, or like get really hurt and be like, oh... 
FNA Van Life told me to do it. You know <laughs> what I mean? So we're not telling you to do it. We want you to feel comfortable, understand it first before you even come close to you know, really getting into it. Right. And so there are guides that you can buy online from other Mm -hmm. van lifers. We'll have links to all of the items that we have in our system. And it can be fairly easy, but it also requires enough skill to know how to put it together safely. And you have to know, like you're, you can't touch the positive side of a battery. You can only touch the negative side. Like um, with wires, like twisting them together, how to do that properly so that you, they don't end up splitting or they don't end up sparking or yeah, it's a little bit complicated. Yeah. I mean, you want to make sure that your polarity is always correct. Like if you're running something like a negative, you make sure you're running it to a negative and positive to the positive, you know, that way you don't have any shorts or anything. Um, you know, it's also depends on how you're setting up your system because, there's several different ways to set up batteries. There's several different ways to set up the solar panels. Um, this, the solar panels come as 12-volt, 100-watt uh, uh, solar panels. So you could put them in uh, ser- Sorry, yeah, you could put them in series or parallel. There's two different ways to put them. Same with your batteries. You could put them in series or parallel. We have everything in parallel because we want to keep everything as 12-volt. If you start to put your batteries in a series situation, you're going to start increasing your voltage and um, and keeping the same amperage. So you might wind up having uh, five, three batteries connected, say, they're both 12 volt, you connect them in series, you're going to go from 12 volt to 24 volt to 48 volts. Um, sorry, 12, yeah, I think it's 12, 24, 36, 48, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> However that works, um, you're going to up your voltage and then you're going to go to charge something that's 12 volts and you're going to blow it up. I mean, (laughs) so you have to be very mindful of what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So we're also live streaming this podcast on YouTube and we have a question from Ann Calder. She wants to know um, if we bought all separate components for our build. Yeah, we actually did. We bought everything through Amazon. Um, I have some experience in air conditioning. I did that for eight years and I worked in the Union in New York City. So we got, I had got a lot of experience with electrical generally. Um, so I have a good understanding of what we needed. And that's the reason why we wanted to buy in everything separately. It was a lot cheaper for us that way. Mm-hmm. And... It does sound like they have uh, like DIY yeah. easy kits for Ren- installation. Renergy has like kits like that where you could buy the solar panels, the controller, um, and I think the batteries too as well with the wires and everything already, you know, bundled together. Right. Which would be super helpful for if you're, you know, you're not experience with this type of stuff right and also you could have a really simple setup versus a really complicated setup the more outlets you have the more pot lights you have uh the more complicated that it gets um i'm sorry i'm laughing about a comment we got on youtube and it's uh sister shirley said thank god the haircut turned out i appreciate that it means it looks good thank you yeah sister shirley has some good youtube videos as well you guys should check those out um everybody's digging frank's new haircut if you missed the haircut video 
you should probably go watch it. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it didn't start off like this. There was another haircut before this one. Yeah. Um, okay, so like we said, for cloudy days, that's the only limitation of a solar system is that you're not going to be taking in as much solar as you need to do everything. So we covered the alternator charger. There's also another way to charge, and that would be Shore Outlet. So, shore power. So shore power. So you, you could connect a shore setup hookup um, to where that also charges your battery bank, which is actually the fastest way to charge your battery bank. And what that means, if you're not <clears throat> familiar with shore power, you would have basically um, an extension cord that plugs into your van and then it plugs into like a house outlet. Well, no. So basically what would happen is it, it would be a plug that is located in your van or outside your van that you would connect to from a house, like Alex said. But then there is a, a converter in between that and the battery bank that allows it to charge, uh, dropping the, um, the voltage down and just bringing in an amperage for those batteries, from what I'm aware of. Yeah, so we do not have that system set up in our van. We bought the what, like the component for it, but then we never actually ended up installing it. Yeah. Um, we probably ended up, because we did the DIY version of this, we bought a lot of things that we didn't end up using, or we only used one and we bought five, or, you yeah. know, whatever. We ended up with, like, a lot of odds and ends. Um, we still have, like, a couple of extra... Um, breakers and stuff like that it's always good to have those as long as they're the correct size yeah. but we did buy some extras because i was unsure of what what i was buying at the time and then realized it was the wrong component right and in terms of like safety on the road like keeping things um as you go you should definitely have fuses because you are likely to blow a fuse um you should definitely have what else um, so you said you should definitely have a fuse, right? So there's going to be a couple different fuses that you're going to have in there. You're going to have fuses coming from your solar system. You're going to have a fuse coming off of your battery bank going to your inverter. And you're also going to have a fuse block for your 12-volt system for, like, your water pumps and things like that. Right. So I'm saying that if, in terms of on the road, you need to make sure that you have extra fuses. Yeah, extra fuses. fuses. So you want to make sure you have extra fuses. You want to make sure you have extra wiring that just in case like it gets a nick in it or something because you want them to stay fully sealed all the time because they, when you have, when you have electrical going through something, heat is going through that. And what that, uh, what that insulation is doing is keeping that heat inside and allowing it not to escape and that way it protects everything outside of it as well as it will hurt the performance of your actual system if you have ripped up lines or broken lines or any like even stripping lines you're supposed to make sure that you strip them with the right size that way you have all the wires that you need to create that transfer cool yeah, yeah. All right. Do you have anything so else? So I would say like a, like electrical tools. Um, make sure that they're insulated tools that you're using. If especially if you're gonna work live, I would suggest never work live if you can. And what that means is that just like in a house where you would turn your breaker off before you go fiddle with something, yep. or you turn the light switch off before you change your light bulb, mm -hmm. you want to turn your system off before so, you fiddle with anything. So on the twelve volt size side, those breakers will act as a on-off switch, um, as well as you could install an on-off switch as well. So, right. you know, I would recommend having both because having two ways of security is better than just one. 
Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> but to just um, give you guys an understanding, I am not any way, shape, or form an expert on solar systems um, or 12-volt stuff. But I've talked to electricians, and they said the same thing to me. Like, I don't really understand that because mm-hmm. I've never worked in it before. So do your research. Read as much as you can about it. Get yourself really comfortable with it before you actually set yourself up to get in there and do it. Um, because it is something that could be uh, a life changer. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah. But also, no, with all things Van Build related, like, if you're committed and you do the research... You can figure it out. Yeah. It's not rocket science. No. Um, it is possible to do. Yeah, Frankie has some good background and some good understanding of mechanical things. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that he figured it out for us yeah. and I didn't have to do that figuring out. Another thing what we'll do is we'll link the um, solar system, like the actual solar panels that we bought from Amazon as well in the description below because they worked really, really well and they were super, super cheap. Yeah. like a hundred dollars a piece and we used a company called rich solar and they've worked out great for us we have no issues uh collecting energy from them even on days where it's cloudy we're still pulling in something which is great um but you could go with the you know the better companies in the sense of like more known and that would be like a company like renergy right yeah, we opted for uh, cost efficiency over yeah. name brand for pretty much everything in our mm-hmm. build. Um, and we are about to put up a breakdown of expenses and we have another video of like how much everything costs to build our van. So yeah. we can link to that stuff as well. Yep. Um, but we want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Yeah, we'll close the podcast up and then we'll continue the conversation on our live stream. Mm-hmm. Um what are you grateful for this week, Frankie? Oh, I'm grateful for the fact that we're healthy and happy and safe. Yeah. You know, just in a in a safe place. Even just being in, in America, you know, we're we're very fortunate and lucky to be in a place that is so safe. There's no war on our in our area, anything. We're not being forced to go to places where we shouldn't be going right now with the situation that's going on with the world. Um, other people aren't so fortunate. So just be thankful that we, we're here and we're, you know, safe and healthy. Yeah. Um, I am grateful that we've got some exciting things coming up. Mm-hmm. And I'm super grateful that we've been able to stay here with your family for the time that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also looking forward to a new adventure and trying something different. I can't wait to tell you guys. Yeah, (laughs) so you'll have to stay tuned for the big announcement. Uh, Be sure to check out the YouTube channel because we will be linking to that soon. Um, And that's all. From the podcast, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. If you guys are loving this F&A podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon, and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind-the-scenes content.